This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And here we are, another episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen, and this is Tiffy Tuesday. Yay! Who's ready for another Tiffy Tuesday? Well, Tiffy's ready for another Tiffy <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> That's why you're ready. here. <laughs> That's why I'm here, baby. I'm I, always ready. I just want to say to my listeners, those people across the street and uh, these uh, county people that are digging the tunnel, they're still at it, so there's a lot of background noise. Uh, I'm not even going to apologize for it because it ain't my fault. It ain't your fault. This just ain't your thing. But I'm just letting you all know uh, if it if you hear it, then that's why it's just because they're still doing these. It's so. it's your tax dollars it's, at work. Uh, is that what that is? <laughs> I guess. Is that an example of tax? You know what? Maybe you're right. <laughs> Although the people across the street, it's it's so irritating. They had some workers over there who, and I get it, they, you know, if you have some music going in the background while you're doing construction work, it, it kind of helps, you know, helps the work go by. Right. But they've been blasting their music. Well, what kind of music? Is it at least any good uh, music? No, crappy, like modern pop. Modern <laughs> pop? Is it modern Norwegian Modern pop? Norwegian pop. Oh, good God. That's the awful. It's, it's, it's just not listening. Is, is that the party soundtrack? Do you it's know just, about the Norwegian party soundtrack? <laughs> they have the exact same songs. Every party I've ever been to here in Norway. A house party. <laughs> They're always house parties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's basically it. And they play over the same and over, songs over, over and over. It doesn't matter what party you go to. It's Groundhog's well, Day. That's what they've been playing across <laughs> the street on that construction project for that house. Now, that's not tax dollars at work. That's a private project. Oh, good Lord. So Snoop walked across the street the other day and told them in her little fashion <laughs> to uh, to cut the crap, turn that music off. In her little fashion. In I like the way fashion. you use it. <laughs> so uh, so th- those people's uh, social and economic advancement has to stop because it uh, it's uncomfortable for us. It is. So they got, they got to go fuck themselves. I got it. I got it. Your wife has this nice way of telling people to go fuck Isn't themselves. She awesome? She's awesome. It's poetic. It's poetic. It is poetic. <laughs> but so, what what I came here to talk about today, Joan. Let's get into it. Let's get into it because I spent uh, my entire week uh, since last Tiffy Tuesday not doing my homework and not doing the things I'm supposed to do because it's still School is still kind of new right now. And uh, I decided to uh, fuck around on <laughs> social media. Uh-huh. And my boyfriend always, uh, he also decided to watch this show called The Social Dilemma, which I haven't seen yet, so I can't really um, I just comment. Just put that on, on my uh, my list of things to watch. Put it on your I list of things to morning. watch. I, it's on my list, too. I got to watch it. But anyway, because my boyfriend, he's not on social media at all whatsoever. Really? Not at, He's not on Twitter. Good he's not for a, him. He's not on Facebook. Good he's not on any him. of that shit. Yeah. And um, whenever I'm on Twitter, uh, he jokes about how I'm watching my stories. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tiffy's over there watching her stories. So I'm over there working, watching my stories. But what I found out, not just with Twitter... Not with just social media, but anywhere in the comment section. The comment section is what I want to talk about today. Because the comment comment section, section. the comment section. And it's like literally any comment section, any of them. I went on, I like to cook, right? I'm a decent cook, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a very adventurous cook. So I, I have my little set of um, dishes I know how to make without a recipe. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes I get bored and I want to go and make something new, you know, a new casserole, a new burrito, a yeah. new something, you know. Yeah. So I go on these sites where they have recipes, John, just just recipes. Yeah. 
It's it's not, nothing political. It's nothing no. to be angry about. Just a recipe. Just a fucking recipe. Oh. And so I was looking for something to do for dinner on uh, last Monday. And, uh, you know, so I went on this recipe site. I think it was like food.com or something ridiculous. And, and I found that um, the main ingredient in this dish was cilantro. Which I also don't like cilantro. I've never uh, heard of that. What the heck is that? Uh, what is it here in Norwegian? Uh, oh God, uh, that's probably not going to help me. <laughs> no, but it's it's just a, it's just an it's herb. A, it's like it's basil or okay. or okay, herb. Okay. or whatever. Yeah. You know. So it's 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 an herb. But cilantro goes into a lot of Mexican Mexican dishes, and okay. uh, I really like Mexican food. And you live here in Norway. You know that you can't find any good Mexican no, food to save your fucking life. Uh, they'll call it Mexican food, but it's nothing. No, like, they put corn fake. and. It's Cucumbers weird, and all yeah, kinds of weird yeah, shit in yeah. it. They Norwegianize it really, really bad. Yeah. So I was craving something real and and Mexican, and and they do have a lot of cilantro in in their dishes. And so uh, usually when you read the comments, people will say, you know, I don't like this particular ingredient, so I substitute this other one. Yeah. And I thought, okay, let me let me read the comments because I also don't like cilantro, and maybe. I can I think find you might find a tip on what you a can use. A tip on what yeah. you can use, right? Yeah. So this it's lady, innocent enough. this yeah. lady pops up a post, completely innocent too. She doesn't say no. anything nasty about it. No. But she just says cilantro tastes like soap to me, which it also tastes like soap to me. Cilantro tastes like soap to me, so I decided to add a little bit of parsley instead and, and take the the cilantro out. And I'm like, yeah. ah, not a bad suggestion, right? But then you get these mofuckers. <laughs> down the list and they are screaming at her if you don't like cilantro stop looking at mexican recipes you stupid bloody bloody blah really like going really? after her so that takes me to 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 i have like a few categories that's just not the place for that kind of aggression i would never expect that. it's, a, what, 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 it's what? aggression <laughs> it's aggression over taste and this is this brings me to category one of the stupid ass commenters in in the comment section is it's these people that are it's snobbery it's yes it's snobbery and people don't understand that everything is according to taste if you go to a music site and you talk start talking about um like i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i like nickelback I like Nickelback. I like Nickelback. They they figured out the formula of what's comfortable in people's ears. The the sound bites that are comfortable in people's ears is the same thing with recipes and food. Everybody is genetically. We're not talking about like people being being dicks and I don't eat that kind of thing. Genetically, cilantro tastes like soap on some people's tongues. And it tastes like whatever the fuck cilantro is supposed okay. to taste like on other people's tongues. So that is a genetic thing. It's that, a that genetic is... thing. Okay. Like my, my boyfriend, um, he doesn't eat tomatoes because on his tongue, tomatoes taste like metal. Do, do, do oh. tomatoes taste like metal to you? No. no. Do, does, does cilantro taste like soap to you? No, but you know what tastes like metal to me? What? Apples. See? Apples. See? There's a metallic harsh metallic taste it's like like licking a battery almost and that's exactly what i'm talking about how are you going to jump on somebody like uh you know because they don't have that same who are you to tell me what flavors are good on my tongue basically is what i want to argue about so and the woman was completely 
innocent and just saying I, I substitute because I have this genetic thing yeah. that makes cilantro taste like yeah. soap. And, and people I think gave her crap for this. So much crap. I mean, they called wow. her, they called her, why don't you grow up? You know, oh, come on. and you don't have a palate and all this shit. Well, what is a palate? A palate is a form, <laughs> is a form of taste and how you per- perceive things. Right, right. And 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 it's the same thing when people like joke with me about um, liking Nickelback. I'm like, who the fuck are you to tell me what sound waves are comfortable in my ears versus what you listen to? It's it's almost like people have forgotten that it should be allowed. It is it is permissible to be in the company of folks who don't quite agree with everything you have to say. This is true. This disagreement is true. means aggression to some people. They they interpret disagreement as a form of aggression, and then they react to that with even more aggression. I agree, and it's super silly because it's it's over super th- silly things like cilantro and tomato. Where do you and- think this is coming from? I don't think it was like this before social media. Is it just? Social media that has caused Well, this? see, that's why I really want to watch this documentary. Yeah. I want to know, because I haven't seen it. No. And, but from what I understand is um, people are watching this documentary, The Social Dilemma, on Netflix. And they're saying that, you know, I want to get rid of all my social media. But technically, a recipe, you know, on food.com is not social uh. media. So people are just fucking nasty no matter what. And I think maybe perhaps... Because this has only happened in the past few years. Let's be real. Yeah, you know, and I, I, um, one of the, <laughs> one of the most ridiculous examples of that that I've experienced myself. Um, I have a cop friend. He's a police officer out in. Uh, well, I'll just say back in the states. I don't want to hang him out the dry right. here. Uh, but he had commented something about the protests, and and he's a good guy. But he and I just kind of disagree mm. on on. Um, I think he's a little bit quick to claim that all or most of the Black Lives Matter protesters are terrorists, things like that. Mm. So I came in with something like, um, you know, there are nuances within the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not a monolith. And that actually, I believe, is to the detriment of of BLM. Mm. The, the the local chapters, if you will, some of them are getting a little out of hand Way because they hand. don't have a centralized... Uh, way of governing BLM. So I commented something mm-hmm. to, along those lines. Nothing aggressive in that. I was just adding my thoughts to that little debate on his Facebook wall. Right. And then all of a sudden, here come, I think it was like four or five of his friends. You know, Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Who's this idiot? I didn't mm-hmm. know you had dumb friends like this. You know? Right. And I'm like, wow. I wow. Mean, <laughs> now, right? I, you know, I didn't come with any anti-Republican or anti-right-wing stuff. I came with a very general statement about the way, if anything, you could look at that as something negative that I said. Mm-hmm. That Black Lives Matter has too little of us it's not it's it's not it's there's not no organized. strength there's no strength in that organization it's not a central uh uh focused uh leadership i, I think the so, reason behind that is because uh they're they're they we had to organize it and i'll put that in quotes quickly yes so it was just a mass of people yes. all of a sudden yes. so we don't have a leader and we don't really have a focus with BMO. So, 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 and i say we like i'm yeah. in blm well, well but, no, I but, kinda but again but again what i said if anything you can interpret that as something that is against black lives right Matter, and yet all of these people they still they just they jumped on top of me they do they do and and the ugliness in the comment section it it is a fucking so cesspool it's a cesspool Absolutely. of the worst of what people are it is and uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know and I had to put a st- <laughs> I had to pull uh, a post 
I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I had to pull one of my posts off a couple of days ago. Um, I had that podcast episode with Ralph Molina, the, right. the drummer right, from right, Crazy right. Horse. And he is the sweetest, kindest, most compassionate hippie, uh, you know, 70-something-year-old hippie. Um, far from racist, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's an inclusive, including type of guy. He had a comment on one of my posts, and all of a sudden, friends and family members are attacking Ralph because he's a little bit to the right. Right. Definitely to the right of what I think and a little to the right of what most of my friends think. Right. And they're ju- I'm like, don't don't scare my famous friend away. Yeah. Guys, so I had to, I, I shut it down because it got to that level of toxicity. The comment section is toxic. It was ugly. It was disgusting. And I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed that it was happening on my on your post, post on my Facebook wall. Yeah. And what do you do during that situation? Now that's that's the question. I sat back and watched it for about well, about half a day. A good yeah. eight, eight, nine hours. But but was that, finally, was that the right down. thing was that the right thing to do to let it go? I don't like to censor my Facebook wall because I, I do enjoy being part of those discussions, but also observing them. There is so much social studies yeah. <laughs> in these things. You for, can definitely for, learn. For good or bad. For good or bad. It yeah. is something to learn from, and it's fascinating to observe. But again, it got to the point where I felt like I just had to shut it down. So I took I took the ability to comment away. Okay. So you deleted the entire post? Yeah. or yeah. yeah. I don't delete my posts. What I do is I leave it up. And then I allow the comments to flow. I do. And, I, and again, I did that for pr- the, the better part good. of the day. Yeah. Which is good. I let allow the comments to flow. But but at some point, I have to stop the commenting because it's we're not getting it. We're no longer talking about the subject at hand. Now, all of a sudden, we're talking about it straw goes, man arguments. Yes. And we're going into... It goes one or, it goes one or two comments of, of um, productive conversation and debate. And then after a couple comments, the straw man arguments, the name calling... That's that's it. False dichotomy. The libtard, the stupid right yeah. All these these comments and name calling and it, and it it's I think I think it's sad. But that's just with the political things. That's it's just, just with, the with the political things. things because the political comments are not the only nasty comments that are out there. Like I said, over a recipe, some the snobbery. Of, and that's fascinating. It How is. Can you get that angry at someone because of a comment they make about food it's not just food but if like i i stupidly commented that i didn't like the movie the english patient i thought it was long it was fucking boring i got nothing out of it and um i made somebody wrote down on twitter (laughs) what's the worst movie you ever had to sit through and i wrote down the english patient and i got so much hate mail like well obviously you don't know i was like i'm an educated nurse i know what it's like to be a nurse don't tell me like i don't know how the feelings are i'm sitting there looking at it it was dry as fuck it was long uh there was nothing happening you know don't look at me like there's a there's a moral high ground on whether or not it's a doggone movie it's a fucking movie i love that you say doggone it's a doggone movie i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna work on my (laughs) f-bombs no no let it out let it out there i like i like the pepper bring the pepper bring the pep pepper and salt salt and pep so no it's it's a it's a very strange thing going on um and it's but on the other side of it it's so welcoming when you do find out that you can say whatever you want and engage in a constructive 
debate. Right, but not everybody's ready for constructive Not everybody debate. is ready for that, no. That's the issue. And then let's talk about that, too, because that's, that's category number two. So the category number one is snobbery, right? People want to make fun of you because yep. you don't like the fucking escargot or, you know. They you, know better than you. And they you know are better so than, stupid. Oh, you are so stupid. And, and you know, you grew up in a trailer on, on Velveeta and she's, I <laughs> fucking did. Why are you mocking me? You know, did, I, you, did you grow up in a trailer? I did. I did. Yeah. I grew up in the trailer. I grew up in trailer park. I did. So I grew up in a trailer park with a hamburger helper and shit. And my palate is not advanced, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you give me the powdered shit. I'm cool with it. But why are you mocking me? Because I'm still getting my yeah. nutrients, believe it or not. Yeah. I still eat veggies and I still eat meat and stuff. But why are you mocking me on the fucking mac and cheese? Of yo? all things to get aggressive about. Mm. Because someone has a different sense of taste when it comes to food. Which of is genetic. Things. It really is genetic. Things taste differently on your tongue. and, and, the, and I believe that. And sounds are a little more comfortable. Like sound waves are... I can't listen to the black metal here that they love here in Norway no, because no. It's, to me it's a screaming and yes. it makes me feel aggressive no. so the way it makes me feel I don't like it I like heavy music I do I like I, I love Pantera oh yeah for yeah, example yeah. but there's something with this with the Norwegian black metal there's an element of musicality that is missing that they love over here yeah but to my ear my music ear it's it's so unmusical i just can't i can't listen to no it. it's, a, it's to a, me yeah but to again, me too but again yeah that's that that's that cultural or genetic or whatever yeah difference you know it's all about comfort and yeah. that's what they say it's it's a it's an acquired taste or it's a it's a personal taste and so your personal tastes are built up on who you are as a person yeah. but then that takes me to, to number two the the comments that have lack of insight and i want to tell you about this comment section yeah. that i went into uh, it was on, it was a news uh, post on Facebook from a news company. I don't remember which one it was, but obviously it was from Florida. It was a local news station. And they talked about, you know, some guy that, you know, robbed a store and did something stupid. And as you do, you know. In Florida. Yeah, in Florida. And there was so many comments on that section that this is why we have this problem. People aren't whipping their children enough. Oh, come on. Yeah. Right. So that's the lack of insight one, because the, the comment that I read that really pissed me off uh, because I was I'm against uh, child abuse. I'm against spanking. I'm against any form of so physical. I. So am I. Now, some need, some kids need an ass whooping, but I will never be the one to give it. No. And I will never be the one to give it. Well, the it. kids don't need the ass whooping until they were old <laughs> enough to not. Yes. To, yeah. They were, they, they were yeah. too old to learn the common sense yeah. factor. So I think I think beating children's asses is absolutely fucking wrong. It's so do child, I. child abuse yep. whatsoever, no matter how old they are. They I don't agree. need an ass whooping. So, In all seriousness, I agree with that. But yeah. the comment that came out that made me realize that this was a category is the lack of insight. And this is when somebody said, I got my ass beat as a child and I turned out fine. That's the, the phrase that many of these people use. And in my argument against that is you did not fucking turn out fine. Thinking that it's okay to physically attack a child. There, there's the flaw right there. There's the flaw of yeah. your logic right there. You are a grown adult that, th that finds it fine to physically harm another child. Now, if your child is old enough to understand reason, 
You should reason with your child. You should not, listen, child, don't do that because if you do that because this hurts other people or this will hurt you or whatever, and if they're not old enough to understand reason, then they will not understand the reason why you're hitting them. Exactly. Thank you and amen. That is, those are my thoughts exactly when it comes to putting hands on a child. Mm. I seriously question and if 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 you fall into this category and this hurts your feelings then then so be it i i ask you to 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 engage in a little introspection Mm. if you are an adult and you can bring yourself to put your hands on a child i i think there's something wrong with there's definitely something wrong you 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 you're you're missing something you're missing something i've never my child is eight he's eight and i've never in my life I had to hit it. him. No, 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 because, no. because when he was younger and he did stupid things, I just grabbed his hand and took him somewhere else and went, no, yep. that's owies or no, you know, we don't do that. I taught him reason. And yeah. then once he became of the age of like five or six, where he understood reason, then I say, you don't do that because, because it's owies to other people. And, and he, he understood, understands that he understands you, that you planted that seed and right. that seed is called compassion. Yeah. You, you plant that seed by your actions uh, from day one, the minute that child is out of the womb. Yeah. And that compassion seed seed should grow to the point to where that child understands what compassion and feeling for others is all about. And that right there will be the major motivator uh, that will dictate their, their behavior. Absolutely. Because otherwise they govern their lives by fear instead of reason. And it's a losing strategy. It's a losing strategy. I agree with you wholeheartedly because, you know, if I teach my kid, you know, don't do that. If you do that, you'll get hit. Well, then let me tell you something. I grew up that way. I grew up that way. So with, did I. Yeah. So you, we grew up with parents who hit, right? And so in my head, I didn't know the reason why not to do the thing. I just knew not to do the thing because I'd get hit if my parents saw it. So now I'm a 20-something-year-old or, you know, a, a late teenager where I can go out and about and do my thing. Well, now I'm not going to get hit See, by the parents. So now I have no fear. So exactly. now I'm going to do the stupid thing that There's I've been wanting to do. There's something wrong with that when a child, a teenager, uh, or an adult, if they've learned this throughout their, their childhood years, if you don't do things because you're afraid of getting hit or getting hurt instead of not doing things because you are afraid of hurting or damaging or or hurting the feelings of that other person or understanding, uh, understanding the consequences to your actions. There is no understanding of consequences to your actions. If all you do is get hit. If I do this thing, I get hit by this one person. This one person is not around. So no, I can do this thing and I will fucking do this thing. It's, it's a, it's a horrible path to set a child on. And I think that any reasonable person, you know, you can be that badass mom. I whip my kids. You you can be that person, but if you shut your mouth and stop trying to act out, because that's what it is, you're trying to act out because you don't know how, well, I don't want to paint them all with the same brush, but a lot of these parents don't know how to be a good parent except by physical punishment. Probably because they they themselves. Exactly. But if they stop and they think it through, they have to see the flaw in that type of parenting. It's it's a losing strategy. It is absolutely. Who wants to set their child on that path? Because that's that's all you do is is that you set them to govern their lives by fear. So not only about, uh, you know, if I do this bad thing, uh, I'll get hit, but also if I do this outstanding thing, this this thing that nobody's ever done before. If I step outside the lines of thinking or becoming, you know, some kind of major 
um, having a major breakthrough in science or anything like that, anything that they want to do, there's always going to be that fear that if I step outside the line, I'm going to get hit. And I don't want my kid to feel that whatsoever. I want him to step outside the line, but I want him to be able to feel comfortable to come talk to me about it. And it's disappointing to see, because these discussions come up on uh, a lot of Facebook pages, not necessarily friends of mine, but just... um, uh, you know, people, you know, some of these Facebook pages with individuals who have like a couple hundred thousand followers right? and they'll put up a video of a mother spanking <clears throat> a child. And I know they're putting that up there just to get the follow so that they can get yeah. their advertising money. But then people start commenting and it's sick and sad that so many people will laugh. Yeah. No, so I many people will say, oh, yeah, that's what that girl, she, that little girl needed her ass beat. No. And, and that way of thinking is very prevalent. Yeah. And then you get the one person, and here comes that, that mob mentality in the comments section. You get that one person like you and I who will say these things that mm-hmm. you and I are saying, and the wall just, the comment section just jumps on they them. They jump all over you. Like, you obviously, you weren't expecting of a child. I'm like, listen, dude, I was beat with, like, all yeah. kinds of things. Objects. Objects and whatever the hell was around, belts and stuff. I got cut, you know. Don't tell me I wasn't beat. I just know that whenever I went through my teenage years and, uh, you know, the person that beat me wasn't around, then fuck you, you know, I'm going to go balls to the wall because now I don't have that. I don't. I didn't know why I shouldn't have done the things I did. You know, like the proper reasons mm-hmm. of how it hurts other people or how it can get you in trouble or how it can ruin your future or anything like that. Well, there was no reasoning in my, my upbringing. It was just just hitting. It was just hitting. And it, it's, that's incredibly uh, yeah. uh, d- damaging. It is. It uh, is. Yeah. You know, I, I pause here because <laughs> I'm thinking, it, you know, uh, as we mentioned uh, last week, you know, I have this book project and you're helping me to write. I'm excited. And, uh, uh, but, and I'm also doing some things on my own. I was speaking to a, a con- let's call them a contact who was an adult during my teenage years. And I talked to them a couple of days ago and then a few things came out about the way I was raised and about oh that issue with, with uh, physical punishment and stuff. It came out in yeah. that conversation and let, let it suffice because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to veer away from what the topic is, but let it suffice for me to say that any child who has been physically uh, punished physically by a parent yeah. is damaged. Always. The question is always how damaged. Right. So, I, 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 I say that and I believe it. And I, I challenge anybody to, to come this, against that. I No, I totally agree with you because your mom or your dad or your uncle or whoever's raising you, right? Because this is a new world here. So whoever's raising you, but if that's the person when you're little, I mean, like under five, you know, the ones that you can't really understand reason, uh, they're the ones that are taking care of you. You put your whole life, they're gods to you. And when these gods come down and smack you, but they don't tell you why, or they don't tell you, you know, uh, they don't sit there and talk. It's just lazy parenting. I just say it's lazy it ass is. parenting. It is. And it's just picking up from where it's, it's taking the whole horrible legacy and redoing choosing, it. Yes. It's them choosing not to, because 
I, I, I don't want to hear the apologist who says, well, they can't help it because that's how they were raised. They can help oh, it. They let, can help it. They get to a certain point. Everyone gets to a certain point where you know that your way of thinking or your way of um, uh, uh, putting things into action is wrong. Right. You know that. And then you make the decision to either do something about it or not. Or not. Like you said, that that's the way they were raised. I think we might have even talked about this before in your show. I think we did, yeah. Uh, about, uh, you know, all these old people that just spout out some racist bullshit out their mouth and you're like ah you gotta forgive them they're old the fuck they are they that means they live through decades of civil rights fights exactly. they've lived through it they've yeah. seen it and they haven't had a whole, fucking thing had a summer with black lives matter protests they had let's a see a decade or two <laughs> let's see somebody who's learned something from this exactly. so has anybody learned something and and then that actually brings me to category three of these horrible commenters. These are the absolutely clueless ones. The clueless commenters that uh, I read um, a comment uh, <laughs> about one of my favorites. One of my favorite authors wrote a comment and she said something about how the world has become, you know, like her book with his, which is this dystopian future or whatever. I don't want to name her, but it's this dystopian future. And she wrote it. And then some dude wrote a comment and said, did you even read the book? <laughs> well, she wrote well, the fucking book, you know, well, I, I don't want to like call out mansplainers, but this is, this is a little sometimes bit. Sometimes it's the most ignorant ones who come with this dumb, the, the, yeah, they just need to be quiet. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ignorant ones who comment the most quite often. Right. It is. It's the one that, and did I you even read the book. Did you even <laughs> read the book? She was the bitch. Uh, I wrote the book and, um, somebody got on me about this whole post office thing, you know, cause I'm, I'm fired up about the post office because I was a postal worker. I so was, you know, the inner workings. I know the inner you know workings. The job I was a mailman. Yeah. My name is Tiffany, but my friends called me Cliffany from like Cliff Clavin from the, uh, the cheers series. So I was Cliffany. I, I was a mailman for a long, long time. And then somebody's like, do you even know like the inner workings or like, do you know how it works? I'm like, bitch. Yes. I work there. So these clueless people that want to tell other people who are experts in their field how to think, how to feel when they... Oh, don't you know that these people get smarter the minute they log into Facebook? All of a sudden, there's this infusion of knowledge and apparently, wisdom that just falls into the brain. Apparently, you know they skim, skim the headlines, and all of a sudden, they know more about the person who is arguing against it or for it. Uh, the clueless people are amazing on the comment section well i had somebody um on sunday uh, a norwegian guy uh made the comment um there was some debate about uh what not immigrants but what um uh, asylum seekers get financially when they come to norway money, yeah. money in their pocket and this guy made the statement that asylum seekers make way more money they have way more what much better economy and finances that is than, garbage than a uh, a, a retired norwegian oh, yeah. and they just and sit I, at I, home and make all this money so i so i asked him i said wow that's a pretty strong statement do you have any you know do you have any documentation on this and he said well the um the uh, prime minister Anna Solberg said it herself. I'm like, oh, really? I've never, never, never seen heard any it. quotes. I said, can you sit and, and and just silence? And I think that that is one of those people you're talking about. They're, yeah. they're 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 very ignorant, but for some reason they get Facebook smart. 
and they think that they can just say these things that maybe they heard on some propaganda page. They, they think that if they write it in capital letters, then it makes it true. Do you know what this person wrote in capital letters? I with, bet he with did. Like ten exclamation I knew it. points after I sentence. fucking knew it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. And um, capital letters makes it true, honey. So, you know, and on the surface, you know, anyone listening to this knows that that's not true, that a, that a person who just came here on asylum from yeah. wherever, from, from Somalia or from Eritrea wherever, or whatever, yeah, wherever yeah. you know that they are not making more money than a retired They're suffering. Religion. Listen, I work in a grocery store here and I have a lot of those refugees coming to my store and they come in and buy the cheapest items ever, and uh, they are frugal with their money because they don't get money. They do no. not get money. So whoever thinks that you know the these asylum seekers are hanging out and oh the more kids they pop out, I've heard this story. The more kids they pop out, the more money they get. It's not enough to feed the it's one kid. Yeah. So it, the more kids they pop out, that's not true. It's just their culture is that they it's don't just believe a in. Yeah. It's like Catholics. They don't yeah. believe in condoms and, you know, they're going to pop out some babies. Would you say the same thing about a Catholic? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Would you? Because, I mean, like, I come from, I don't, I come from a Lutheran family and my mom, she's one of six kids. My dad is one of five. Would you say the same thing about my white honky ass family <laughs> that came out here with all these goddamn kids? No, it's because of whatever religion they believed in didn't believe in condoms or, or uh, prevention in any way. So, yeah. But isn't it amazing how these people get this sense of being so informed and so intelligent? How can anyone in their right mind make a statement like that? And then how can anyone in their right mind, you know, latch on to that statement and be like, yeah, they make so much money. Come on. What? Yeah. Really? 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 And there's all these groups, these Facebook groups that, or even, you know, Twitter sections or whatever, yeah. but there's all these Facebook groups that believe this is where QAnon comes in. This is where oh, all God. these, this is where, I mean, we're not going to get on QAnon. I was trying to not to be political here, but. But a lot of them are in these comments section fueling the, the, the fire. Right. And the funny thing is, is that usually these are the people that enter, they're in their mom's basement um, using the internet and they are calling libtards. Oh, why don't you get out of your mom's basement? There's a lot of projection going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you spend a lot of time on the interwebs. I go on the interwebs every once in a while. I see some political shit. I'll go through it. I try to breathe through it, but then usually at the very end, I go to like kitty and baby elephant videos yeah. and, you know, clear your head, clear out your head. Out. It's like a sorbet, you know, <laughs> for the mind before I go <laughs> to clear the palate. Well, wh where is this, you know, the QAnon thing, it's not just the crazies. There's some people who I wouldn't label as a crazy, but they're beginning to latch onto some of that QAnon. Osama oh, bin Laden's niece yeah, yeah, is yeah. a QAnon yeah, believer. Yeah, yeah. So that should kind of give you a clue. But I'm, ta yeah, but, but I'm talking about like Facebook uh, friends and acquaintances on Facebook who don't seem crazy and they don't seem they didn't. Uh, dumb. But they now they're didn't. starting. But now they're starting to like someone has been commenting now for several weeks from time to time commenting. Uh, now, th this person is a Trump supporter. Uh, this person doesn't seem especially especially ignorant. Mm. Uh, some of the things that they are touching on, though, is getting into that QAnon thing. For right. example, they've stated several times that it's, it's been proven. There's videos of Joe Biden 
uh, putting his arms around little girls and playing with their nipples. Wow. That I haven't heard any of that. I I it's 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 out there. Oh wow. This is from someone who I am Facebook friends with who has put this out there several times. And I'm just like what? See, now you're making me come out of my cubby. Because I have my own cubby on the internet. I have my own little Everybody has a bubble, which is what makes us sure. the way we are. But uh, you're making me come out of my cubby because I've never heard of that. And that I'm going to pull freaky, it up. I'm going to show it to you. This is crazy. I'm going to show it to you. Uh, don't say their name out loud. I won't. There they are. And I'm, tr- I'm not saying he or she because I really don't want to call them. This person, this them. We like to use the, the gender neutral them. Not that I usually do that, but in this case, I, want to, <laughs> I, re- I really don't want to call this this person out. Um, You're freaking me out, John. You're looking yeah, at I'm that. Gonna find, I'm going to find it. <laughs> because it's... Uh, right. Let's see. Can I search Joe Biden and nipples? Joe Biden and nipples. Is he, is he, when you Google stuff like that, John, you're going to get on a list. I think that's the, the government puts you on a list when you put on shit like Joe Biden and nipples. I think I can search on this person's mm. wall. I had to look up Tom Cruise and taint one time and it was not a good thing. <laughs> Tom Cruise and taint. Tom Cruise and taint. It was it was not a good thing. All right. Are you finding it? Go. And then uh, show results of the search. Well, it says no results. I'm going to find this. This this is the person though, and I'm just gonna scroll through their wall casually. Okay, all right. Ca- casually as as we're talking here, but the, my my point was was that that QAnon, you know, you expect QAnon, you know, they have the, you know with the tinfoil hats, and they and Alex a, Jones and all yeah. that stuff, but it's leaking out into the relatively normal society because this person that I'm talking about, I don't see them as a nut job, right, and yet. They're the, saying things like this. The problem Where is, are they getting that information from? The problem is, is because there's no such thing as normal society anymore. I think we lost think that so? in 2015. I do. I believe that uh, people lost their fucking shit in 2015 uh, when all these different uh, political candidates came along and Everybody was allowed to let their freak flag fly. And I'm saying that on both sides, on both sides that, uh, you know, the, the, the racists got to be more racist. The gay people got to be gayer. Um, the women got to speak out more. We had a hashtag me too. You know what I mean? Everybody had a moment during, since 2015 to speak out about the shit that was bothering them, uh, all these years before when it was not couth to chat about it i think and so even i i'm i'm more knowledgeable about lgbtq people than i have ever been since before 2015 because now there's groups that are organized people that are talking about it um so yeah uh but that also it it kind of makes me think about now that you talked about people like posting things it kind of uh makes me think about category number four which is the person that makes everything absolutely political, no matter what. Oh God. You talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been saying for a long time that when I talk about um, racial equality, when I talk about uh, white privilege, racial equality, things like that, I don't see that as political. 
It's civil not rights. It's civil. It's a social issue. It's a social I'm issue. I'm not getting political. I have had friends who have walked away from me. People who I thought were close friends for years. That's awful. A decade or more who have walked away. Who have walked away because they, and I quote, are tired of me getting political on my podcast. Right. I I don't know. I can count on one hand out of 70 podcasts. This is the 71st podcast episode. Uh, I can count on one hand the, the number of times I've said the word Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I don't talk politics. I am not an expert from it. I'm far from an expert, but I can talk social issues and I can talk racism. I'm, I'm an expert on that. You're an expert I've been dealing that. with that for 51 years. Yeah, right. right. So, so it, it's... But why is raci- racism political? In the, in, it's a cop-out. It's got to be. It's a cop-out. I think that it's because there are uh, a number of white people who are so uncomfortable with the issue. Mm. Uh that they can't talk about it. So they throw it into that category that, oh, don't ever talk politics with your friends. Right. And then they accuse me of talking politics, which then gives them an excuse to walk away from me and avoid the issue. That's messed that's up. That's what I think. Because that's, that's not what I politics. Think. It's that, not. It's race, race, civil dis- discourse is not politics. It's talking about how you're treating your fellow man. I mean, it, if anything, it should be religious or a part of your your you know your life uh, thoughts and and dreams and stuff is to to be. Oh, what do you? Got? I found I found that post. Found I'm sorry. It. Just just read this and please don't read it out loud and don't say their name. All but right. you'll see the reference. You keep talking. You'll see the reference to uh, to Joe Biden uh, supposedly pinching little girls' nipples. Um, you can look at see, and the thing is, is people don't want to do their research. People do not want to do their research. You can fact check uh, these things about Joe Biden fondling kids and stuff. Holy shit. Uh, do you know that some of these pictures are, are film snippets that people are putting out and saying, "See, look at him fondling that child." A couple of them are his own grandchildren, and he's hugging them. Yeah, I and, saw that. And, and the, yeah. kid, the kid might cringe a little bit. Who doesn't cringe when your papa comes and a, grabs a you? A couple, a couple of them were at funerals for God's sakes, where the kids were already upset and things like that. Yeah. It's been fact check and proven to be false when people put that out there, saying that Joe Biden is fondling kids. And I have no reason to defend. <laughs> And Joe Biden. I don't mm. know the man. I don't, I don't never even think him. I don't even think he's the best candidate that the Democrats could put up there. So no. I'm not defending him because I'm a a lover of his politics. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm defending him because I truly believe that if anyone were to fact check that mess, they will see the falsehood in yeah. it. Yeah. But the problem is, is there's, there's... But you saw that post right there. Yeah, and I saw it. this is from someone who I don't think is a nut job. No, so but it's cultism. Is, well, it's yeah, cultism. Yeah, the point is, is the cultism and that, that QAnon craziness, and it is crazy, it's is crazy. leaking. It's it's it spreading. Is. It's spreading. Which is it's kind not, of its goal, isn't it, though, John? Yeah, it's, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to leak in like a goo, you know, through yeah. the cracks of anything. And it will spread and it will go through a, a group of people. And so the ignorance and the cluelessness uh, is, is bonkers. Well, the people who walk away from me, uh, I call them, I, I, and I don't really care if this hurts their feelings. They're probably not listening to me because they've walked away from me. So right. They'll probably never hear this. Uh Oh yeah, was that your head? It was my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I think it's just showing how uninformed they are. Right. Um, if, if we talk about, you know, racism and things like that, that's, there's nothing new to talk about. This is an issue that's been there forever, but people are acting as if it has just recently arisen. Well, because I think it's and I, that's recently... That's the ignorance it, of the mob it that is. you find in these comments it section. Is. They're incredibly Because ignorant. as a white person, I will tell you this. Uh, you know, the only racism I knew was within my own family. You know, within um, when I grew up, like I said, I grew up with a racist father, and then I'm pretty sure my grandparents were racist because uh, they were, you know, but they never said anything. They never said anything, but they had the Dixie flag up. There and was they, a joke in there, but I'm going to let it. Uh, <laughs> there was a joke in there. Is <laughs> obviously they were racist, but they weren't overtly racist. They didn't say anything. They just kept and these your, Dixie your great flags. Grandparents. I did, never met him. Okay. Never met him. I was, yeah, never met my great grandparents. If you I, see no, a picture of your great grandparents, those black people standing behind them, they're probably not their friends. They're probably they're not buddies. Probably. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. There's they a probably joke. There was a joke. There was a joke. <laughs> I'm so glad we could laugh about racism together, John. <laughs> well, <laughs> what but a that goes funny to thing. my point. But that goes to my point. There's nothing malicious. The, the, and here's the here's the an example of the ignorance of that wall, the, uh, that wall of ignorance coming from the comments section. Uh, I, as a black man, when I speak on issues of race, I am labeled as an agitator. I am labeled as aggressive. I am labeled as anti-white. Right. There's the ignorance that comes through. That's it. Has anything I've said in this podcast so far been anti-white? No. no. I'm simply speaking on the subject. I'm not pointing my finger and accusing you. But some white people, just because I talk about it, right. they feel but as if know, I'm accusing that's the them. Guilt. That's the guilt. And I wish people would stop See? that. White so, guilt needs to go away. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah, I cannot stop my white guilt. I cannot stop. Yeah, but what is white guilt? White guilt to, to me, anyway. My mm -hmm. own personal white guilt is you're right. You're you're right. You're right that it's been going on, and I can't help my skin color that I'm white, and and I want to be an ally for you the best I can. But there's also a certain boundary that me as a white person cannot cross because then I'm either. Um, overstepping my bounds oh. or I'm like, if I, I get that, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know, if I, if I want to like with the, with the do Democrats, remember them when the Democrats put on the, it wasn't a daishiki, but they put on the, um, yes, the, 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 um, yeah, the African, the colors and the, the robe, the, 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 and they the wanted the to support. Yes. Yeah. They wanted to support, but then all of a sudden they're well meant, but good it was well meant, right? They went a little stupid, but it, yeah. it's it's an easy mistake for any white person because we want to support you, but we don't know how far we're allowed to go. But, but the black community, or uh, I can, I'll just speak for myself. Mm. I know the difference between someone overstepping any boundary, a white person overstepping any boundary when it comes to race. I know the difference between that innocent overstepping and something malicious or something where they're trying to take control of the narrative. Well, well, I see the difference. So I, I don't, I, I think white guilt should just disappear because if you're not racist, if you want to be an ally, then you're, you're allowed to be an ally who at times makes mistakes. Okay. Well, let me, let me, tell, let me tell you something about my white guilt then. Yeah. I go home every once in a while to my home state of Florida and I was friends with, you know, a, a good portion of the black community yeah. in my school. Mm -hmm. And I had this girl that does hair. 
She's a black girl. Yeah. It is black girl hair. And then I asked her, can you do Caucasian hair? Can you do something? You know, can you, because I like her art. Yeah. And what she did was art. So I sure. went to her salon and I got my hair done and I got, I don't want to say it was a weave. It wasn't a weave, but it was some sew-ins and yeah. some extensions and she made some curls and a little bit was black culture. And yeah. um, I said, just do whatever you want is what yeah. I said to her. Uh -huh. I said, do whatever you want because you're fabulous. Uh -huh. Okay, girl, I got you. So uh -huh. she got me. And then when I walk out and I go to the grocery store or whatever, then I'm appropriating black culture. Ah. <sighs> I here's how I look. Here's how I, I was just trying to support a black business here's and only that, but she was good at hair and See, she was really good at hair. And I can recognize the fact that you were supporting a black business. That's what you were doing. Mm -hmm. I can also recognize the fact that you didn't tell her to do that. You didn't do it yourself. A white lady didn't do that. Mm. A black woman did that. To yeah. Your hair. Oh, it looked good too, though. I bet it did. It did. <laughs> so. I get it that some ultra revolutionary, ultra blackity black right. people may have felt offended, offended. At, at that. But I would, I would notice. I'd be like, oh wow, I bet a black woman did her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, yeah. Would, that would pretty and that's much what, be the. That's what I it. wanted. I was just wanted like to to be like, you know what? You know, her hair looks good. It looks. I, good. I would not call that an instance of or an example of the appropriation of black culture i just wouldn't mm, i got hollered at i got hollered at so there is so the white guilt will always remain but i think it will always remain as long as white it, privilege remains well i'd rather call it white awareness instead of white guilt just mm. be aware be an ally and be aware right and I think reasonable black people, which most of us are reasonable, will know the difference between appropriation and 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 ignorance. And ignorance is okay because ignorance can be healed by knowledge, talking. by information. Yeah. By oh my God! Yeah, it can totally be healed. Which actually, this what you're talking about. Um, ignorance can be healed by conversation. I want to take you to the last category of the horrible commenters. Yeah. And the last category are the social. What I call the social arsonists. Ooh. And those are the ones that come onto the comment and they leave one inflammatory comment and then they fuck off and they never answer you again and they just have everybody else fighting with everybody else. These people are toxic toxic to the world. And they take pleasure in doing that. They take pleasure. And then and I call them social arsonists. I don't know if there's a word for them. But it's a good word, though. That's a good it's word. a good word. They come in and they set a little fire and they just step back and watch it burn. So they'll have their little idea of uh, what needs to be said about something stupid and then they fuck off They're and they there. piss Those people so many are people. There. Yeah. They are there. Have you had any experience with social arsonists? Not so much on my own personal social media accounts because I think people pretty much get it that I don't tolerate that. Right. And I, I, I have no problem unfriending someone. Uh. Uh, however, I do, because again, it, it the social situation, especially in America, fascinates me. Mm. And I, I, I call myself a student of that phenomenon i love to observe it right and draw conclusions and and then rewrite some conclusions so in the course of that that puts me out there on a lot of different social media areas mm -hmm. that i normally wouldn't be on because i like to see what people are doing so i see those social arsonists yeah they're very good at what they do very good it's a very well good. formulated piece of 
toxicity it's usually that they type a, in there. a false dichotomy yep. or some they type kind it of, in they put it up there and then they step back and, and watch. they step back and just watch people break down and i think that that kind of commenter they need to go away but they never will because they never people will. fall for it. People they do. fall right into it. People, I mean, I, I fell into it, which is why, you know, I, I brought it up. You know, all of these uh, different categories of people, I've fallen for it or I've been it. I've been, I've been the one, the one I'm guilty of, and it's not a category I put in. Uh, the one I've been guilty of is when somebody goes off on a tangent and says something stupid and then they misspell something. Uh, yeah. And then my only comment is to correct the spelling of the word. I'm that person. I'm but, awful. I'm awful. But have you matured up through the years, social media no. wise? No, you haven't. I have. I, 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 no, I haven't. Well, I guess you can say a little bit. Um, I just, I matured to the ways I don't fall for the traps anymore of people giving this go. the whataboutism. And well, that's growth. That's maturity. That's growth and maturity. But I still put your with a star or yeah, there and spell it the right way. <laughs> and instead of answering their question, whenever going off on a fucking tangent about Q and <laughs> yeah. all this nonsense, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it's um. I don't see I don't see too much of that on my wall at all. People know that I really don't put up with it, but I mm. do see it out there on other pages that I that I go on to. Like I say, there's a lot of I think before you can monetize a Facebook page, you have to have like a crazy you know, I know on YouTube you have to have a thousand followers. Right, right, right. And then you can monetize it. But on on uh on Facebook it's like it's like a I don't know. Do I want to say like a million? You have to have a million or a oh, hundred thousand. Facebook, you, Facebook, you can like only that. have five thousand. Well, so that's Twitter. on a personal page. No, that's oh, on a personal page. But if right. you change your page, like my artist page, Roger. I can have as many. I don't have Roger even then. close to enough on there. But I can have as many as I can. And some people will have like an artist or an entertainment page that have a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. And that's what it takes well, let, to monetize let's, it. Let's take a little stop minute and then plug your 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 Facebook page. <laughs> no, I never I never plug, plug my it. page unless you're shameless here. plug. If you guys go on at John Allen Loyal Oak, that is my artist page on Facebook. That's at J O H N A L A N L O Y A L O A K. At John Allen Loyal Oak. We made you spell. At at John Allen Loyal Oak. That's my uh, artist page. Now there you will find my music. Uh, I am a musician, songwriter, vocalist. Um, bassist, bassist, I saw playing bass, playing bass. Um, so you'll see my music there. You'll see, uh, I don't have much stand up going on at the time, but you'll see some stand up things, uh, announcements, and whatnot. And my podcast is there as well. And it's so I, I ask people to please go on that page, like, follow, you know, keep yourself updated. Uh, but mostly I ask people to listen to these podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm really working hard at getting my YouTube channel monetized. If you guys like this podcast, go there, uh, subscribe, like, like. Leave comment. a comment. Leave a comment. Listen, if you think I'm full of shit today, about especially about the spanking of your children, if you want to argue with me about spanking about children or spanking children, I will argue with you all day. You don't need to spank children. Come talk to me. I will yeah. help you. 
so, but comment. Get on there and comment. Let's have that discussion there. You know, I, I love having these discussions uh, with uh, with Tiffy or with any guests that I have on, and I know it stimulates to thought and discussion among you listeners. But let's bring that to a centralized forum so that I can get more of a feel about how you people are thinking, you know, and that is my, my YouTube channel. That's right. where all of these episodes are. Um, you can also go on my website, John And from there on the homepage of my website, you'll see, you can click on the YouTube icon and there you are right into my YouTube page, go there, like comment and follow. I want to monetize that, uh, put a little income into this podcast so I can make it better right and um, i also would i want to hear your your listeners comments i mean i want to know, I what, know they're, what they're saying yeah. what they're saying and what they're thinking Let's about bring, this show. I, like i said i know that these uh, i know that there's been some interesting uh episodes here i know it stimulates thought mm. so bring it to the forum bring it to my youtube page and put your comments there let's have a discussion if you guys comment i will engage i will Absolutely. answer uh, Tiffy will, you know, uh, my guests will, um, yeah, let's, let's keep let's the discussion going. Keep the discussion my, going my... because we're only here for a short while whenever yeah. Tiffy Tuesdays come around, yeah. but I do, I'm really curious about what your listeners think about the bullshit that rambles out of my mouth. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, tell you, I get feedback I, and, and this is, this is the kind of feedback I wish they would put on the YouTube channel, but mm. they'll send me uh, a private message saying, Oh wow. You know, I loved a couple of them have contacted you. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but most of them are just coming to me and saying, Oh wow, that was so great. Hey, we love Tiffy's attitude. Oh, she's so smart. <laughs> you know, and that's great. But put that on, Put that on the Put YouTube on channel, the YouTube. and then I know there's people who think that we're full of crap. Oh, I'm a beat. I'm a beat my kids. I know, yeah. you, I know, I know y'all are out there. So I want to share the Q liquors out there. So, beat so I want to hear you guys. I want to hear you guys. Let's yeah. have that discussion. I welcome it. I am not afraid anybody who disagrees with me those are the people i want to engage not, i not, love a good debate not I love just it. No, not just the debate it's it's to to listen to their side of why and to understanding for me sure. i want to hear the other side without the fighting yeah, i, I want to hear the other side without the mansplaining like the dude that went did you even read the book <laughs> yeah. well i fucking wrote the book dude but when i you say know? when i say debate to me debate is a good thing debate is based on fact uh, debate is free the, of personal aggression let's, let's Let's use a different word. Let's talk about deliberate. Deliberate. I think it's a better word because debating is you know your side and you're fucking right. So you're going to fight against How the other discuss? side. Just a discuss. discussion. Deliberation yeah. is is a discussion about you share your sides that you absolutely know are right, but you are open to listening to my sides that are absolutely right. I and like then the maybe street of a good clean deliberation discussion or deliberation i, I like, like that, that word yeah so that's what i that's what i want people to do and, and again i know people don't agree with everything we're saying so no. i wish they would engage yeah so let's get them in to engage a little bit and and you know let's let's chat with them and maybe you know you might find somebody that has something against what i say or against what you say that wants to I'm, come I'm on the show i'm gonna <laughs> beat my kids i'm gonna beat them silly <laughs> don't fucking beat your kids don't do stop it, don't, stop don't putting do your it. You would you not grow up fine. You do not grow up fine. I you know, and and I put I put a lot of that stuff into my, my stand up act, but I hope I put it out there in a way so that people understand that I'm quite against it. Right. As you laugh, I hope you see the truth of my 
conviction. So right. When it comes to those kind of things, I, I well, that's what comedy. And, is and about. again, if you don't agree, then then put your disagreement on that Facebook wall, or I'm sorry, on that uh, YouTube uh, page. Yeah. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about. It. Let's argue. Let's argue. I'm ready. To, <laughs> I'm ready to fight some motherfuckers in the comment section, John. I'm ready to fight. Well, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm definitely not afraid, and I think that mm. I have. Yeah, not that I'm some sort of you know, not that I should have a spot on CNN as a as a you know a, a talking head, but I do think that this podcast has caused me to to kind of hone hone my skills as a mm. debater, um, as a dis, as one who discusses important topics. Roger, uh, and I, I you know I, I want I want those of you out there who who feel that you have you know, a leg to stand on in these debates and these discussions to come on out and let's hear it. I'm actually kind of curious what kind of uh, debaters you're going to have on the comment section. If you're going to have the ones that are clueless or if you're going to have the ones that have snobbery. Clueless, and, snobbery. What was the <laughs> other lack one? Of um, insight, lack of insight. Everything is political. And the last one is the social arsonist. Let me just ask you a quick question before we, we wind this up. Right. The ones that have a lack of... Um, well, you know, the ones that just come with the crackpot idea uh, ideas, right. do you think that that is based on their fear of the actual no, issue? It's based or? it's I think it's based on the way they were grown up. They okay. were based on like they said I got beat as a child and I turned out fine. Yeah. Well, no, that was the way you yeah. were conditioned and you were conditioned to find out. But could that, it be that they're afraid to face that and think it through? It's too painful. I don't know if it's, there it might be some of it. It's too painful to think about, but it's also like, it's the way I was raised and that's how I know the yeah. world to be. So perception is reality. And if their perception is that children need to be beat because I was beat and I turned out fine, which they yeah. fucking didn't, you know, they didn't turn out fine. Well, again, everyone who's been beaten as a child, there's, you're, you're hurt, you're damaged. There's damage. Yeah, prop you're damaged properly in some way or absolutely. another. And you might even, you might go one extreme way of to be the one that beat your children or the other extreme way to yep. where you don't you can't stand even the sight of violence yep. and yep. you have this panic attack or whatever i kind of lean to one side of i know it's wrong and it's stupid and it's not helpful so why are you doing it yep. it's only damaging yep. so <sighs> yes it's been another good time tonight <laughs> it's been another great episode of tiffy tuesday mm -hmm. um we're gonna do this again again we had limited ourselves to four episodes but we're just gonna well why the fuck not we're I just love gonna it. keep going i this love gonna, coming out here and chatting with you i want about. this to be a permanent thing it's it's a lot of fun um it stimulates my mind but in the in the in you know the base of all of this is just right. having fun with tiffy <laughs> just, we're fun we I love you here snoop loves you, you gotta no, say hi to snoopy today, i gotta say so. hi to snoopy today she was in sleep and overnight yeah. and she made some great tea i love she tea. uh i called her a tea expert and she mm. got all embarrassed and said no she isn't but she is she, she is. knows how to find this she made that, me homemade i don't know what what's name yeah, i don't even know some sort of tea some, kind, some of tea. kind of tea that she made and and she can go out in the woods in the forest up here up on the mountains and find this that and the other in the ground and pluck it up bring it home and I'll make fun of her. <laughs> but in the end, she's got some kind of she's crazy your tea Michonne. that tastes so good. She's your Michonne, What's I think. I, and I used to, a long time ago, I watched the show, The the Live, The Live Walking Dead, I think it's called. Okay, and Michonne was this powerful-ass woman in the woods. And she can make tea and food out of a everything. She was, <laughs> she was a survival person, yeah. She was one of those. And that's your wife. She, can, she knows the mushrooms. She's, she's tough. She's tough. I she's love tough. her. She, um, she can make that tea. Yeah. 
You, you're, you'll never die in the forest. She's I will never die fearless. in the forest. She'll always bring something up out of the ground for me to eat. All right. We got to wrap this up, everybody. Um, thanks, Tiffy. Thank you for having me again, Sean. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you and goodbye.